Hey, how's it going? My name is Rich, and this is another episode of the Love to Learn English podcast. In today's episode, I speak with the very talented author and illustrator Claire Paffy, who has a book coming out later this year called The Lost Twins. As we talk today, I will be explaining some of the less common vocabulary items that she uses, so that you are able to follow the interview. Hey Claire. Hello. Hi, welcome to the podcast. Thanks so much for agreeing to do this today. How are you? I'm okay. I'm very well, thank you. Excellent. So we're going to talk today a bit about you as an artist mm -hmm. um, and the different things that you do. So I'm really interested to know when did you first begin as an artist? Um, well, way way back, my second Christmas apparently. I had a sketchbook and some crayons and it was the first present I opened and it took my parents to, well, it took my parents about three days to get me to open everything because yeah. I wouldn't leave it alone. So it started really early on yeah. Um, and I just, I just haven't stopped, I suppose. It's was, like a life mission. <laughs> so was there something that inspired you in the beginning or was it more just the fun of doing it and you didn't have any? I suppose, Yeah inspirational when I was really younger it, I just drew it must have just been something that I liked to do um and then later on because I liked reading I suppose seeing pictures in books and learning about illustrators and, and that sort of thing I think that kind of became a bit more like a goal for me mm -hmm. um but it wasn't until about year six so that's about age 10 um that I really thought okay this is actually what I want to do for the rest of my life this is something I want to keep going and keep trying with um so yeah at the moment the biggest inspiration I suppose is the manga style from Japan mm -hmm. so um, can you explain what manga is manga is it's a style of illustration um what does illustration mean <laughs> as well? Let's let's explain that one. So do you want to explain what illustration means or shall I? I'll try. Um, illustration is a image to go with either sort of piece of writing. It's kind of another way to explain something, I suppose. Yeah. Um, so in terms of a storybook, it might be an image of a scene from the story or you get like... Uh, like medical journals and, th and things have sort of illustrations to illustrate sort of muscles and such. <laughs> so uh, it's it's something that it's an image to go along with a text. Yeah. Okay, and you draw those. It's a piece of art to go in this case to go with your stories. Yeah. Okay. You were saying sorry. I can't remember where I was. <laughs> was that a manga? Yeah. Yes, yeah, um, manga. Mm -hmm. The term manga refers to um, mostly comic books. It's a, it's a Japanese um, like graphic novel style. Mm -hmm. um, so that's manga. And then anime is the term used for like the animation, the cartoons. and, and sort of So anime is the animated version yeah. of manga. Yeah. So, yeah. So if it's animation, it's like a cartoon, right? Yeah. What are some famous examples that people might know? 
of this style? Pokemon is Pokemon. the one that comes to mind. Okay. It was the first one that I came ever came across. Um, I remember watching it and realizing that it looks different to other cartoons that I'd seen before, like the Western style um, cartoons. But at the time, I didn't know that it came from a specific place. I just thought, oh, this looks really interesting because um, a sort of quirk of the style is um, like quite sharp lines and like spiky hairstyles and big eyes and they're really expressive. And I think that's why I like it so much. We're just going to go over some of those words there because <laughs> uh, there's quite a few. Um, so first of all, you said quirk. Mm-hmm. Can you explain what a, a quirk is? Um, I can't remember what context that you sit now. Um, it means like a a sort of difference, a, a specific. I don't know. How would you describe it? Um, so a quirk is something that's different or unusual, but in a mm. good way. Yeah. As an adjective, we can call something quirky. Mm. Sometimes people have quirky personalities, so it means that they are different, but in a good way. Yeah. Like somebody who, I don't know, carries tomato ketchup in their their handbag or something, (laughs) is kind of quirky. It's a bit different, but okay, I can understand why you (laughs) might might do this. A bit unusual, but in, in a good way. Yeah. Okay. What art projects are you working on currently? The moment I'm mostly busy trying to get my book published, but relatively recently I did my own sort of private project. I drew my own Christmas cards, <laughs> yeah, um, which was quite an undertaking. I wanted to do it for a few years, but I hadn't got around to it. So I had to, I think I drew four designs and then drew an extra three mm-hmm. for more specific people so my mum my dad my sister um so that took a while I started doing that in November um what did you mean by an an undertaking sorry undertaking it's uh like it's a challenge right it's a thing to do so an undertaking is a thing to do right um just to explain as well so in the UK we traditionally send each other cards at Christmas some people might not do yeah. this. Uh, so yeah, it's quite traditional thing that we do here is to send each other cards that will just say Merry Christmas, which means Happy Christmas, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah, you were working on that. Yeah. At the moment, most of my energy, as I say, is, is going into the book, but I have started to work on the next chapter the, of the book that follows on from that. So a, a chapter is... Chapter is a section of a novel usually um Mm -hmm. it's just to break up the bulk of it the the length of it the the bulk being the size yeah um generally if something is bulky to use an adjective it's like fat (laughs) right (laughs) it's like too big yeah would you say okay cool so i want to know a bit more about your book Mm -hmm. um so you're illustrating yeah. Meaning you're drawing images to go with this book mm-hmm. as well. Who who are some of your favorite characters from this book? Favorite characters, okay. Well, the main characters are twins. Um, they're two boys. One's called Sam and another's called Rowan. And What's a twin? What's a twin? <laughs> twin is um it's two children who are 
formed from the same cell. And then yeah. usually they're, they're born together. I mean, you get some cases where they aren't, but... So two children born at the same time. Yeah. They they come from the same core cell, if you like. Mm-hmm. Getting scientific, but... Um, yeah, we might lose people yeah. <laughs> to, to science here. Yeah, so they're like a brother and a brother or a sister and a yeah. sister. Sometimes they even look the same. Not always, yeah. but... Not always, that mine aren't they're, they're not identical so not identical means that they are twins that do not look the same mm-hmm. so okay so they're born at the same time yep but they don't look the same yeah okay um, so non-identical twins yeah <laughs> perfect but uh the book is it's set in a fantasy land and they are both princes of this island but they get separated quite dramatically. Um, and the one, Samuel, grows up knowing who he is, uh, but he's very lonely. And the other is kind of kept a prisoner mm-hmm. by the villains of the story who are called the Dark Wizards. Um, what, what's a villain? Sorry. Villain is um, like an evil character, the bad a bad, bad side. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it, for a pop in a popular book like Harry Potter who who is the villain? Voldemort. Voldemort. Okay. So Voldemort's the villain. What's the opposite of villain? The hero. The hero. And an example of a hero in Harry Potter would be Harry, Harry Potter. Potter. <laughs> okay. Perfect. Hey. So uh in terms of my favorite character, I like writing Rowan in particular because he's He's like, he's based on me, but he's a more confident version of me. Mm -hmm. Um, Sam is a bit shyer. He's a bit quieter. He's a lot more like me generally. Mm -hmm. Um, Whereas Rowan, I kind of get to pretend to be a bit more confident and a bit more assertive. And I enjoy doing that. (laughs) What do you mean by assertive? Do you want me to explain that one? Yeah, go on. Okay, I'll do one. (laughs) Um, So if you're assertive, it means that you're confident in your beliefs but also that you're willing to maybe fight a little for those beliefs as well so if you want something done in a particular way or if you want to do something you don't change your mind very easily um, and you will commit to making that happen mm-hmm. would you say that's about right yeah it's assertive. <laughs> okay assertive um so it really is a way for you to express yourself you find yourself in these characters too yeah um more so now that i've gone back to it as an adult mm-hmm. um, when i first started writing it when i was sort of in school when i was 13 um they were a lot flatter as characters because i didn't know much about writing at the time i just enjoyed it so they didn't they weren't as fleshed out fleshed so, out Ooh, that's a nice one. <laughs> so flesh is what your body's covered in. That's not your skeleton. So that's not your bone. Uh, so all the muscle and the tissue is what flesh is. Mm-hmm. So if something is fleshed out, you take it from the skeleton and you make it whole. Mm-hmm. So it, you develop the idea, in other words. So instead of an idea being just a skeleton, it's something that you add flesh to that you add muscle to and that you build and develop mm-hmm. right yeah so uh, I, th- I think that having now 
re or returns to them as an adult, I think they are more more defined. And I've been able to put myself into them more as well, probably because I'm an adult now and I know myself a little bit better. I hope. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to ask you as well, how has your style changed as you have gotten older? So, but we've kind of covered that a bit, I guess. You mm. Obviously, you're like on a second version now, a second draft, draft yeah. meaning the second time you're doing it. Um, so have you noticed any other significant changes? In terms of writing, I've, because I did a degree in creative writing, I've got a better idea now of how to form a story. So when it came to rewriting the second version, I knew what unnecessary parts I needed to drop from the first version because the first one was something I wrote for fun generally. And I'd put something in there if I thought the idea was fun, whether it fit or not. Like what would happen if I threw some pirates in there? Pirates? (laughs) doesn't nice. matter if there's a sea or anything, just some pirates turn up. <laughs> it was a cold day in the Antarctic. <laughs> and then some pirates arrived. Yeah. <laughs> it was a bit like that. Um, and so coming back to it, I was able to rearrange things to make a lot more sense and build an impact in different parts that I had. Most of it is still kind of rooted in the first version i've taken some plot points from there and but just expanded them i suppose with rooted you mean based on mm-hmm. so a root is the bottom of a plant so anything that's above the soil above the mud is plants and then below you have the root that goes into the ground so if something is rooted in something else it has its origins its beginnings there Mm-hmm. So it's kind of another way of saying it's based on something. Yeah. Would you say? How hard is it to make money as an artist? Um, that's a good question. I think it's harder these days for lots of reasons, really. I think it's to do with sort of politics, I suppose, part of it. And you get people who don't value artists, the artist as much as they used to. I mean, it, I don't blame them. It's a lot easier to buy a present online somewhere cheaper than to get someone to physically make it, it might be more expensive. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I think it's gotten harder. The, the other thing is you, you get, when you're trying to do something, you get told a lot of times like, oh, that won't make anything or like JK Rowling is a good example. It's like, it won't be the next JK Rowling. And you kind of, it makes you feel like, well, what I'm doing has value and, I'm not going to be JK Rowling because I'm not JK Rowling. I'm myself. So <laughs> I think that's kind of stacked against, against people as well, against creators. It's this perception that we kind of have less value, I suppose. Yeah. It's, um, it's a hard, it's a hard thing to make money out of anything creative. I just want to go mm-hmm. back there over stacked up. Mm-hmm. Um, so if something is stacked up against something, it's, leaning against something mm-hmm. um so you could stack for example a hmm, let me think you could stack two bricks on top of each other so a brick being the square things mm-hmm. you make a house <laughs> <laughs> from and if you put one on top of the other then you stack them uh, but in this case you mean it's adding weight 
yeah like against a, you right yeah like it's adding a force against you so if yeah the, an obstacle a block a block yeah, yeah. something in the way so if, mm -hmm. if if for example the odds are stacked against you to use an idiom it means that things are in your way and it's not likely that you'll succeed mm. okay uh i have a nice question for you next what would happen to you if you could no longer make art I honestly think I would go mad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I would hope that if I were faced by that situation, that I would be able to find an outlet somewhere else. Mm -hmm. I've often thought about that. It's like, what would I do if I could see all these pictures in my head and not actually get them out? Because I suppose with, with writing, you can you can write something down and that image, that idea of something will pop up in someone else's head. Whereas if you've got a picture that you want to present as is in your mind, mm -hmm. if you can't draw, if you can't, if you don't have a way to get that out to make people understand, I think that's probably quite lonely. Yeah. Um, because you can't run up to them and say, Oh, I've got this idea and there's spikes coming off this thing and it's big and orange and, and they probably just look at you like, what <laughs> yeah but, uh, yeah it yeah. must be it would be i hope that does not happen <laughs> uh, the i don't think that's what happens after podcasts normally so <laughs> it should be should be, I should fine. be okay so i was gonna ask as well about another project you were involved in and that's another great book from a local writer uh, called sam west called moon hollow origins mm -hmm. right so you illustrated this book Correct. Yeah, I did. Meaning that you drew a picture to go with this. Story. Yeah, I, I did the book cover, um, mm -hmm. which was a really nice experience because I, it gave me another chance to, to do something like that. I I, done a children's picture book, that was written by my aunt. That was, before, um, and then Moon Moon Hollow came along, a couple of years afterwards, um. But yeah, it was a lot of fun to do. It was hard work balancing it with like my day job. Yeah. Yeah, because I worked all day and then come home and sometimes it's hard to sit down at a computer and draw again. Yeah, um, you draw on a computer? I do more so now. Um, in school, it was more like hand-drawn with mm -hmm. the sketchbook, which I do still, but um, I think... What helped me there was I found a program that just worked with with me, I suppose. Yeah. Um I tried to use like a a more Photoshop style um program, but I just couldn't get my head around it. Um but the one I use at the moment is quite simple. You just click an icon and then you, you draw. It's um you don't have to go into menus and faff around with that sort of thing um faff around that's <laughs> probably not worth learning that one unless you live in wales but in wales <laughs> to faff around means to mess around right no. to not do something <laughs> properly but unless you're in wales i would say it's not necessary to learn faff around <laughs> yeah nice. so, so i've um yeah so i do most of what i do these days digitally mm -hmm. it's easier for storage reasons i've got about 76 sketchbooks in my room uh, mm -hmm. <laughs> and, and a sketchbook is a book that you sketch in that you draw yeah. in yeah right? um so they take up a lot of space 
Yeah, I I'd never thought about that. I guess it's like the Kindle yeah. version. Because I guess, so. yeah, you must obviously draw and fill lots of, lots of books. Mm. So we're going to finish in just a second, but I'm sure that some listeners will want to see where they can see your work online. Mm -hmm. So do you have anywhere that they can see your artwork and hopefully your book this year, right? Yeah. Um, well, we're working on setting up some social media, but at the moment, the best place to go is my DeviantArt account, which is, uh, my username is Aronda Girl. Can you, can you spell both of those? So the... Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. DeviantArt is... Do you want me to spell it in the phonetic alphabet or? No, spell it uh, normally. Normally, please. okay. DeviantArt is D-E-V-I-A-N-T-A-R-T. -E mm -hmm. And my username, Aronda Girl, is E-R-O-N-D-A-G-I-R-L. Perfect. Okay, so I'm sure they'll be happy to find you and take a look at your account so thanks so much for agreeing to do this and I, I hope to see you soon yeah it's great thank you very much for having me cheers cheers guys thank you so much once again for listening to the podcast i really do hope that you enjoy it if you are interested in online english classes with me via skype please head to lovetolearnenglish.com where you can reserve a free 30-minute trial class in the class we can talk about your goals with english and make a plan to achieve them on the website, I also have transcripts for each episode with notes that contain all the best tips and vocabulary to help you speak real British English the way it is spoken on the streets.